Hi, I'm Marilyn, and I want to welcome you today to Exposing Grief. The goal of these conversations is to talk about loss and grief, which are emotions we all experience. When we expose anything, it becomes less threatening. To expose loss and grief will provide us with some emotional control. I want to add this disclaimer. I am not a therapist, psychoanalyst, psychiatrist, or any professional from the field of mental health. I'm just someone who has lived many years, I have experienced my own loss and grief, and I have observed others go through the same. In my observations, I believe loss and grief can be separate. I think they are on the same continuum, but someone can experience loss without the deeper emotional experience of grief. These are my personal experiences, opinions, and observations. If you need professional help, please seek it out. You might ask, what has precipitated these conversations? Unfortunately, it is the coronavirus, COVID-19. There has been so much loss and grief associated with this pandemic that emotionally it is almost overwhelming. There have been job losses, businesses closing, social interactions stopped and rearranged, freedom of movement curtailed, cancellation of graduations, freshman year in college interrupted and cut short, constraints in our ability to comfort friends and loved ones who are hospitalized or grieving themselves and you fill in the blank for the loss or grief you're experiencing or have already experienced. Why is this a perfect time for conversations? The rush rush is at a lull. We are restricted in many ways and have more time with our children and with each other. If we use this time productively for some self-reflection, it is possible to come out of this situation more emotionally healthy than when it all started. In today's conversation, we will discuss loss and grief dealt with by those in the 30 to 50 year old age group. Prior to these ages, your parents may have played a significant role in your emotional development. This now should no longer be the case. If your parents did not know how to support you emotionally and they have neglected their own emotional well-being, be kind. Anyone is only as healthy emotionally as they choose to be. There are more tools available to assist us than ever before. You cannot change the past. You must now work toward a more emotionally stable future. In fact, you have been an adult for well over a decade, and you can choose how to handle your own emotional baggage. My hope is that you're not comparing yourself with peers or siblings or even relatives. We are all unique and add value to this world. Don't allow the voices of others to hold you as an emotional hostage. Comparisons can trigger feelings of loss and grief. We ask ourselves why we didn't get the beauty or the brains. Don't torture yourself in that way. We did not consciously choose our families, our countries, our ethnic background. These are the gifts we have been given, and now we get to shape our tomorrows. Look for ways to maximize the tools and the talents you have. Too many of us live with if-onlys. If only my parents had loved me more. If only we lived in a different neighborhood. If only we had more money. If only can go on and on. I beg you, please stop using if-only today. If only is generally the past which cannot be rewritten and it is detrimental to your future. Today is what we have. What can you do to make today better and thereby potentially affect your tomorrows? Our past is good for examining where we might have potential for growth or development. If we look at the past objectively, just to gather information, then the past won't hold us back. For instance, say you were an addict and you regret all the wasted years you spent being out of touch. You know that you cannot reclaim those years, but you can look over those years to see if there are any areas you might be able to repair. As an example, if you were homeless, now as a recovering addict, you may be able to hold a job and secure a place to live. 
Re-examining your past in order to develop a more positive future is good to do. However, living in the past, whether the past was good or bad, can be disastrous emotionally. Self-reflection at these ages can be difficult for some of us, especially if emotional cobwebs have been allowed to form. When life is going well, we can easily tell ourselves that we have dealt with all of our emotional hangups. But when the curveballs of life come our way, they reveal where we may be emotionally deficient. Don't be afraid or embarrassed to get emotional help if a life situation is too difficult for you to work through. Being unaware of our need for emotional support throughout life has left too many of us in the emotional desert. That is the dry place where we feel on our own and emotionally exposed. Today is that emotional change we thought about and wished would happen. If there are setbacks, examine them to see if you can learn from them and then move forward. If you are on the lookout for emotional baggage, then you won't pick it up. If, however, we ignore emotional baggage, it will weigh us down and disguise itself as not being a problem. Be on the lookout for any emotional baggage. If you currently have a family, then your family and your career are probably advancing well. If not, they soon will be. You probably can clearly see where you are headed in life. I'm not saying there won't be any setbacks. Accept these setbacks as the unpredictability of life. To control what you can is considered wisdom. To navigate unexpected issues of life is called survival. Both skills are necessary in order to possess emotional well-being. As in other stages of life, you have learned that you can only control yourself and you can control your responses to your environment and situations. You can also support others in their own emotional journey and development. Clearly, each of us has to walk out and work out our own emotional entanglements. We can love others, but we must not allow them to sabotage our emotional health. I believe these conversations about loss and grief are necessary and perhaps well overdue. I hope you stick with me as we explore and expose these emotions. Be a part of these important conversations. Again, these are my personal experiences, opinions, and observations. Our next conversation will focus on loss as experienced by older adults. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I hope to visit with you next time on Exposing Grief.